Good morning, everyone. This is Sleepy Dad, and I'm on my way to work. Um, professional development days. What you all think teachers don't, you know, deal with? I mean, we we sit in meetings all all day long uh, during the summer, especially right before school starts. Um, <laughs> I get to sit in meetings, literally meetings, all day long. Um, yeah, today starts my uh, seventh year of teaching. Happy about that, but same time, this would have been my mom's 18th year of teaching. I'm a little sad, but reflective of it, and just want things better. This might be a wasted episode. You may listen to it and go, okay, he's he's hitting down, so it's time to stop listening. And that's perfectly fine. Um, I'm doing this a little bit right now because it's on my mind. I want to get it off of my mind. You know, I often wonder... the constant decline in my mom's health was because of this job. But then again, I I don't know. You know I, I don't remember her having too many health problems till after she started teaching. I don't remember her being so stressed till after she started teaching. I'm going to make this known and, and said right here, right now. Parents, administrators, and any youth out there, in any college students, um, high school students, maybe middle school students, heck, even elementary students, whoever is listening to this, take this to heart. Without teachers, society, the world, everything would just implode. You would have no doctors, no phlebotomists, no um, you have no football, you have no No baseball, no nothing. You'd have absolutely nothing compared to what we have right now. <clears throat> You'd have absolutely, you know. No farm, no farming, no nothing. Because it's so weird out a lot. I mean, we probably have farmers, but as far as how to craft things, how to make things, I don't know. Let me just put it this way, okay? Teachers mold and shape the minds of the future, and here we are. We're constantly getting harassed about the fact that we don't work during the summers. 
or we don't um, we don't deserve to get paid the amount we do. Let, let me put a piece of knowledge out there for you. Um, I am a firm believer that we as a society constantly attack each other for no other reason other than the fault of our own. And we think that people who, I should say, um, basically Karen's, but I don't like using that because that was my mom's name. But that's what society's labeled them as. Um, people who constantly complain. Let me, let's just put it that way. People who constantly complain about their situation or their child's situation or, or whatever. Let me, let me stop you. For me, I want you to I want you to hear this because eventually somebody a lot ruder than me, somebody a lot less tactful than myself, is going to meet you one day. And they're gonna meet you head on and they're gonna say, Hey, you really, really need to stop. I have seen the greatest teachers of our time here in the state of Mississippi who just, they're overworked, underpaid, and just absolutely would rather be doing something else. And they end up doing so. They end up getting out of teaching. They go uh, be a test coordinator or uh, end up being a uh, technology uh, trying to figure out how what what that title is technology integrated off integration officer for a school district like some some of the greatest teachers and I'm not talking about myself I'm talking about teachers I know who I have contact with uh, through church or um, teachers I know who I've worked with as colleagues, who be English literacy teachers, uh, English literary, uh, sorry, words, English literary officers for the school district. Instead of worrying about one school they're worried about all four within the school district or whatever. <clears throat> I mean, really wonderful teachers. And then there are those that are just like, I, I don't care. Those are the teachers you got to watch out for. The ones that say they don't care. And you parents, parents and administrators and, and teach, uh, students and, and, and everybody else involved with this, you sit here and say, oh, we as teachers just complain and, and we have nothing better to do and this and that. Well, first of all, administrators, you should be having our backs. All right, we make you look good. In turn, you dump on us more trainings, you dump on us, more responsibilities, and so on and so on, and we make you look good. You you don't step foot in a classroom ever and start teaching what we're teaching. And I, I, I'm going to be honest. If you jumped in my classroom and started teaching what I'm teaching, and you can do it better than me, okay. I'll sit back. I'll take, I'll take your little uh, master class. And apply that to my way of teaching. 
maybe how to handle this one a little bit better. Yeah, okay, I could deal with that. Because I'm going to be honest, I am a very reactive person when it comes to uh, consequences and discipline in my classroom. I really am. I'm reactive. I'm not proactive on it. So that's more than likely a, a downside of me. I'm going to pick this up when I get done pumping gas because I've got to get gas. Otherwise, I'm going to be like riding on E going into the city uh, where I teach. So that, that's not good. That, that's not good at all. <sighs> So yeah, I'll pick this up here in a little bit. I'll be right back. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Maybe I'm not going to be able to pick this back up. All these pumps are closed. Well, damn. This is a first. Guess I'll just drive it eight miles to Collinsville. So I guess never mind. I'm, I'm not getting off here yet, uh, but I will be uh, here shortly when I go to get gas. Uh, the gas station uh, eight miles away. Um, I mean, I've got seventy miles before I hit empty anyways, so, 70 miles, I said 7, sorry, but yeah, like I was saying, we, we get tasked with so much more responsibilities, here you've got to uh, deal with this kid who has an IEP, which is an integrated educational program, uh, or progress board, essentially, um, because this kid cannot function in a full-on regular classroom setting. He has to take tests separately, or she has to take tests separately. And it's like, okay, wow, really? They answer everything in class like it's no big deal, but when you put them on the spot in an individualized test, no, that's babying a kid. Now, granted, maybe they're an auditory learner and an auditory test taker. That's, that's fine. You know, I, I can do that. I can accommodate for that. And I guess what this whole, you know, that whole thing is, you know, that way I don't have to. I can focus on the others that I need that focus. But I'm just, I'm just sick of it. And then you get these parents, right? I, I've got... Uh, Actually, very few parents who, for lack of better words, have not really been against me last year. And, and let's see how this year goes. So far, I haven't had any issues. But, uh... You know, the, at the end of the day... All across America, let me put it that way. At the end of the day, all across America, there are teachers. <clears throat> and I've said this before, I've talked about it before, when I found out about it. There are teachers having to submit lesson plans to the school board. To a school board who's comprised of parents of that school district. For approval. And they get a three-strike system. The first strike, if it's not up to their approval, and it's not what they want their kids to learn, then they're told, all right, you got two more chances to get this stuff right. Like, we don't want my, I don't want my child learning about this, or I don't want my child learning about that, or this is probably not the best subject to 
be teaching my child, oh, we need to cut down on this, even though it's a historical film, uh, we, we don't have time for this. Yeah, it may give them an idea of what things were like back then, but we don't have time for this, so you can't show it. That, that's the extent of it all, though. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so the second time, if they don't get it right, they sit there and say, all right, well, we're going to put a uh, lesson plan specialist with you. You can't get it right then. Well, you're not going to be able to teach this. And more than likely, you're, you're not going to teach that subject. There's actually a school district that allows that. I think it's in like Indiana. It's pretty progressive. And aggressive at that. And then, you know, here, here's a, here's another one for you. When parents, when we call about your child, and we say, hey, look, here's what's going on. You always want to sit there and say, well, why don't you deal with them? This, this is us dealing with them. Our, Policies to let to inform you to let you know. Okay, what do you want me to do about it? You'd be surprised how many times I've heard that before. In fact, I heard that uh, pretty recently. Um, I was telling a guardian of a child that you know is in the band program and everything about how they were acting and. and what was going on, and this and that, and I was like, look, um, you know, this is, this is the problem, and he was like, well, what do you think I ought to do with them? I said, sir, I can't tell you what I think you ought to do with them. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't think he's going to make it. I think he's going to learn to hate it, and then want out. But, if, you know, it's totally your call. You're the one that pays his bills. You're the one that, that takes care of him at home. I, I cannot make that call for you. The only time I ever remove anybody from the band program is if they're absolutely giving me a reason to. I'm just letting you know that eventually, more than likely, it's going to come to that. Um... I'm just hoping it won't be this year or anything like that. He said, okay. And he said, well, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And, you know, I just kind of left it alone. As a teacher, I shouldn't be having to make those calls. I shouldn't be given the opportunity, and, and no teacher should be given the opportunity, to basically determine what should happen to a kid based on their school performance, extracurricular performance, whatever have you. 
There's no reason for it. I definitely do not think at the end of the day that that kid was bad in any ways. I think they needed to show a little bit more initiative. Um, but as of right now, like, there's nothing more I can do. And I just move on with life. I really hope there's gas here in this city. Um, damn, we're going to be paying like 12 cents more than the other gas station, but I need to get it, and 12 cents more is not terrible. It's not great either. Oh, wait a second. Okay, not 12 cents more. Well, like 6 cents more. Okay. The other gas station was 12 cents more. That's why. So there's two company... Oh, there's two gas stations owned by the same company in the same city. Like, exactly about, like, I don't know, four, four seconds away from each other. One's drastically more than the other. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. So sorry about that guys, I'm back. Uh that was really quick. Um so the second gas station I stopped at and back to what I was saying, two gas stations within the same city about four seconds away from each other. One's priced at like three fifty nine, the other at three sixty five. About six cents different. And that gas station has no gas except for premium unleaded, which is like four fifteen or so a gallon, four sixteen a gallon. So I'm gonna try to make it all the way to uh, a sit go, like one of the last sit goes left in the world. Um. All the way in Neshoba County, and uh, try to get gas there. Hopefully, um, if not, then I guess I'll just get gas in in the city and just hope to God I make it. I mean, I'll make it. It's it's not that far. Uh, my fuel light will come on before then, but this is absolutely ridiculous. God, I asked the guy. When I walked in, I was in there trying to, like, pump the gas and everything, and it had no pressure, and nothing was coming out, so I was like, all right, something, something's not right. Now I walked in, and as I was walking up, like, I could see him looking, like, looking at me going, oh, God, what now? Like, why is he coming in here? I pulled up to the other one, and I looked at the, all the others before I walked in there, and I was like, okay, this is zero. The other tanks say zero. Nobody's been pumping. Okay, so they've set them all to zero. Something's up. And I asked him, I was like, hey, so what's up with the pumps? And he goes, oh, we're out of gas. So, oh, okay. I said, is this common right now? Because, like, the Murphys and Meridian, the pumps are closed. I'm pretty sure that they were all out of gas, too. And he goes, for us, it is up here. Been like that for the past three weeks. Like, every weekend, we just run out of gas. Oh. Okay. So, hey, Biden, if this is one of your initiatives, how about you fucking stop? Uh, we don't all have fucking green cars, dude. And even your dual green cars. Yeah, those aren't really green as you think they are. I mean, they're great short-term wise, but when that battery doesn't freaking charge and you got to pay for a whole new battery, which basically you might as well pay for a whole new fucking car. 
that battery and its toxicity is going to destroy the earth faster than our damn greenhouse emissions from our vehicles. Just, just saying. I'm looking around and I don't see one dead damn tree. We've been driving, I don't know, what, since 1930s, 1940s? And you may sit there and go, oh, well, it's creating uh, climate change and this and that. Okay. We, we've been hearing that for over 20, 30 years. 20 to 30 years, and guess what's happening? It's going to happen with or without that. First of all, look at the damn heat that's coming. Look, look at the heat that has been record highs constantly. Breaking records every year of heat and then drought and everything else. And, and you're going to sit there and say it's all our faults. It's not. It's yours. You're, you're sitting there screwing with natural order of things for our uh, society, and being honest about it. That is still one of the coolest sights ever. So I'm driving, um, and there's it's a little foggy uh, in certain areas, but like the dew on the ground has created like a fog layer, uh, and it, it rises about like five six feet, and then there's a thin layer of no fog, and then there's fog above that fog. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it just looks awesome. I know that there's more science to that than anything else, but it, just, it looks really cool. I have not seen one damn dead tree because of greenhouse emissions at all in my entire life. And you can sit there and say, well, it's because the plants are processing it faster to try to keep that from happening. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for that. I'm not going to sit here and argue with, you know, somebody who, who's done more studies and, and, and everything on that kind of stuff than me. You know, I'm not going to argue with somebody about it. But if this is you sitting here saying, oh, well, you know, you don't need to be buying gas and this and that crap. The reason why these some of these gas stations are closed right now because they don't have gas in them. I got news for you. You're gonna have a full upscale fucking ride on your hands soon. People are going to get pissed at you. And I say that with the most vibrato I could possibly come up with. Just at you <clears throat> because of that crap. Oh, yeah. absolutely a long ride but at the same time it's it's a peaceful ride it ain't like I've got too much to deal with
I was driving, uh, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday. It was a Wednesday, uh, two weeks ago. And uh, a friend of mine was riding with me. And uh, another friend was, you know, driving behind us and all. And we watched as this person just... Driving like a bat out of hell is the best way to describe it. It's actually the worst way to describe it also, but literally the best way to describe it in this moment. Um, just 100 miles an hour, 105 miles an hour, 110, you know, they just kept climbing. And we called in the highway patrol. Actually, we called the Neshoba County. So we're like, all right, we're outside the city limits. They could probably do something about this, but no. They gave us a number to call the uh, Highway Patrol. I'm sitting here thinking, okay. We call the Highway Patrol. And I'm telling them, you know, what's going on. And I seriously think at one point this this dispatcher, this operator was sitting here thinking, what in the hell do they want me to do about it? Versus hey, okay, we'll we'll get somebody on it. True story, I, I really think that's what this woman was thinking. Um but, you know, at the end of the day, She may or may not have been thinking it. There's no telling. But yeah. I don't know if they ever got a hold of that person or not. If they ever, you know, got that person to speed dick. Because, like, they were just driving recklessly. Pretty much almost running people off the damn road. You know, just, just going hellaciously fast for no reason. So far, my fuel light hasn't kicked on. I'm at 49 miles to, to empty. Estimated. Thank God there's a gas station right here on my right here. But I guess as I'm about to break this one up, also. Sorry. It's just better to not even attempt to sit there and fuel and talk at the same time. Everything else. If this doesn't work, I'm gonna just wait till it gets to the city and go from there. Pay the extra like twenty to thirty cents more. I'm gonna be paying about twenty cents more anyways right here. So yay us. Yay me. I'm guessing this guy's coming to get gas. Nope, he's not. Okay. Hopefully, I can get gas. Let's see. I'll be back. Alright, I'm back. Finally got gas. Good God. So I went in. Uh, so the Sitco where I just got gas from, it does not uh, have card readers or they quit using card readers or whatever have you. Like there's tape over them, so I know I can't use them. And uh, so I had to go and pay the cashier and everything else. And it's like, all right, fine. And that, and that's good because I I've been in situations where you you know. You use the, the card reader at the pump. Somebody steals your card number and this and that. Just ridiculous stuff. So I, I don't mind going in, getting it paid for. At least at that point, it's very hard to get that information. Um, so I went in, I, I told the nice cashier last night put 70 on bump one and uh she was all right 70 on one 
get done. It took forever, too. Good God, their pressure is just awful. Um, put sixty-one dollars in into the into the truck, right? And um, filled the tank up. It's about sixteen gallon that I put into it, and uh, said, "All right." Well, then it says, "Please see cashier," and I was like, "Okay, just make sure he gets back on the card." Yeah. No harm and foul, no big deal. Nothing too worrisome. And I was right. He got back on the car too, and $9 left over from that 70 and went back great. Man, that took forever. And those gas prices right there sucked. $50. Pretty much about 20 cents more than anywhere Otis Optic was able to get gas in any of the other two gas stations. About 20 cents more. It would have been about 50 gallons. Not 50 gallons, that was about $55. It would probably been about $55, I should be exact. But it wouldn't be $50. It don't matter right now. The tank is full. My estimated gauge though is a piece of work. One time it'll say, "Hey, estimated 424 miles till empty." Right now it says 387. I don't drive like a bat out of hell. I really don't. And then I can understand, you know, hey, you know so many XYZ amount of miles till empty and this and that, but oh, not like this. I'm not worried about it at all. When the damn, I, I watched the damn deal. It says, hey, you got, you know, quarter of a tank left. Go get gas. Well, like I was saying, though, this is start to seventh year. This would have been my mom's 18th. If you are a student and you're listening to this, let me tell you something. Don't, don't act like a shit. Don't, don't be a little shit going into that teacher's classroom this year. Alright, we dealt with that shit all last year. We would love some semblance of normalcy back. And I get it. COVID cases are on the rise again. It usually is around this time of the year right now. It's because all you people who decided to not go get vaccinated... Or have yet to go get vaccinated. Uh, you're causing the spread of this shit faster than somebody who has been vaccinated. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm superior, this and that bullshit, because I wouldn't got vaccinated. Oh my god. Let me put it this way. Yeah, it's a choice. But you're basically putting your life at risk. You make the call. Not me. I got a lot more to live for. I have students who I care about. I have my daughters and my wife who I absolutely love and would do anything for. My wife, oh my gosh, my wife panicking all this weekend. And you're thinking, I've got COVID, I've got COVID. I'm like, why do you say or think you have COVID? She goes, 
because I, my nose is running. Uh, I can't taste certain things. Like, they didn't really have a taste to begin with. She said, well, I can taste the salt on my french fries. I was like, okay, then you're fine. I can taste chocolate. You're fine. Okay, I can taste a little bit of my nutrient bar and apple juice. I said, damn it, woman, you're fine. And she could taste her whole dinner and all that nice stuff. You're perfectly fine. Just relax. And the only reason why she's panicking is because she had uh, a baby who now, kids are getting COVID faster than adults are now. Uh, it's still happening in adults, but kids are getting it more now than anything else. And um, we're talking about like infants and stuff and, and babies like that. And we're sitting here and my wife uh, works at a daycare and one of her little babies, she, they had it. And I was sitting here thinking, D, you're fine. Like, you're wearing a mask. It's going to be all right. You know, this and that kind of stuff. I said, that means that that child did not get it at the daycare. doesn't mean that they got it there. doesn't mean they, get it, they got it from you or you got it from them or anything. Like, more likely they got it from a relative. And they're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. My wife is extremely paranoid about it because she has asthma. And that is a number one thing that can, like, attribute poor health uh, if you contract COVID. So, yeah. Number one thing. That's on. I made it a total of five miles before that decrease, so yeah, it's going to be a lot more than what my gauges were reading. So stupid. But that's what I'm saying. Like, kids, don't don't be dickholes or assholes, shit, whatever you call them yourselves or be called. Don't don't be that like that with your teachers this year. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we don't ask for it. We, I have this policy of mine, and it is a rude-ass policy, but I love using it, right? It is so rude. It is so mean, too. I'll look at a kid, and I'll go, do you want me to talk to you like that? No? Then why are you doing it to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? Well, nothing, but then shut the hell up. <laughs> like that's what I sit here and think and I basically just tell them then to shut up like when you can talk to me normal and decently then we'll talk but till then go away just go away just don't even talk to me just, just go away and the kid will just look at me and they're like what the hell just happened and they'll go to their buddies and they'll be like, he just basically told me to go the hell away. Like, he just told me to go away. Like, don't come talk to him until, like, I could talk to him how he would talk to me. But I don't get it. And they'll ask their friends, like, what did I do wrong? And they're like, you basically talk to him like he's an asshole and he's always on our sides. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see my mistake. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they'll come up to me like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Rushing. Like, I did not mean to, you know, do that to you and this and that. And I'm like, it's totally your call. Like, you're going to make these decisions in life. and You're either going to have somebody who's going to want to deal with you or not deal with you. And I'm not going to deal with you. Just plain and simple. And they're like, well, why do you not ever deal with us? And I'm like, well... Because I don't have to. I don't have to deal with somebody who's going to talk to me like I'm crazy. I don't have to deal with somebody who thinks they know more than me and everything else. Or that I'm always in the wrong because I'm sitting here 
you know, doing what I know to be right. It's that simple. saying right now I'll have a kid that will do that and they'll they'll try to sit there and go well I'm not going to deal with you then or I'm not going to stand for this or I'm not going to listen to this mm, that's totally your call you can do whatever the hell you want and they'll look at me and I'm like Jesus he, he really does not care and I'll be like no I don't and then I'll tell them exactly what I think of it I'll tell them what, I'm not going to stand here and be talked to like this. Um, you can go talk to the principal like this. You can go deal with the principal. You can go do whatever the heck you want to do. Just, you're not going to do it with me. So they'll uh, they just be like, oh, okay, and then they kind of just you know shut up at that point. And they're like, I really don't have a reason to be like this. He was right, I was wrong, I was being a dick or an ass or whatever you want to call it. You know, whatever they're going to call it themselves. And then they'll walk up to me later on and go like, I'm so sorry. I I don't care. I really don't care. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, make kids hate me or trying to make it seem like, you know, what I'm doing is mean or anything like that but at the same time parents you allow your kids to walk all over you that's between you and them they're not going to do it with me and then when you come and get my face and sit there and say well why the blah 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 hell are you allowed are you you know talking to my child like this i'm like well your child so you know started talking to me like this they need to understand that in the real world they're going to be met with opposition of somebody who's not going to put up with their crap. And if you're going to put up with their crap, then that's you, but not me. I don't have time or even get paid to sit there and deal with your, your child's crap. I'm not going to deal with it. And they just kind of look at me and they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay to you too. You have fun. So, yeah.
Oh man, I turned too early. Oops. I turned one street too early before getting to work. So go. It's not like it's that far. Kinda looking forward today, but I'm not looking forward to today. Yeah. Well, here I am at my work again. That's a little funny. Look, it's a janitor who. Absolutely should never be talking bad about my kids because I will meet him at every turn about it. <clears throat> kind of wish he wasn't working here at this school. I wish he was back working at the elementary school because he's overly opinionated for no damn reason. <laughs> like, that's the general basis of it. Overly opinionated for no damn reason. That's a great way to look at it. Say it. Oh. oh, man. Mm. Alright. Well, I better get in there. Start getting things set up and ready. Yay. Alright. Well, this has been the Sleepy Dad, and I will catch you all later. Peace, bye.